0: Hello, everyone. I'm Gwinnett County District 2 Commissioner Ben Koo, and you're listening to Conversations with Koo. This is episode six, and I've really enjoyed connecting with our listeners. Thank you for tuning in. Joining me as always, my co-host, Tristan Fernandez. Hey, Ben. So I know we have a big show coming up. We do. But before we get into the details, I want to give a quick recap of last month's Pride event.
1: Oh, yeah. It was so much fun. The music, the food, and the 360-degree video booth were my favorites. Mine, of course, was seeing the
0: faces of our LGBTQ plus Gwinnett County residents. Having them show up and be celebrated is just one of the many reasons why Gwinnett County is the preferred community where everyone thrives. Also, I want to give a quick shout out to Fabi Canales and the community outreach team for all their hard work putting together the Pride event.
1: That's right, Ben. So what's been happening in the month of July? Well,
0: Tristan, July is National Parks and Recreation Month. And because of that, we will be joined by our special guest, Chris Miner, Gwinnett County's Division Director of Parks and Recreation. And then after that, we will answer a question from one of our District 2 residents and have our announcements. But let's start with the BOC Roundup.
1: All right, what is the latest from Gwinnett's Board of Commissioners?
0: The Board has approved a contract with the Dickerson Group on behalf of Water Resources. This project will install about 1.5 miles of 16-inch water main along Hog Mountain Road between Jim Moore Road and Mineral Springs
1: Road. So these improvements will lower and stabilize the pressure in the distribution system in that area, right?
0: Yes, they will. This will reduce the pressure and also help to minimize water main breaks, resulting in increased reliability of the distribution system.
1: Okay, so what's happening with Best Friend Park and Shorty Howell Park?
0: I'm excited to announce that they are both getting revitalized.
1: Really? I love seeing our parks getting a fresher look.
0: Me too. So a grant application is being submitted to the Land and Water Conservation Fund for the replacement of playground equipment at Best Friend Park and Shorty Howell Park. These parks were originally developed through grants and are home to highly popular playgrounds that have been in use for over 18 years. You can imagine that they really need an upgrade because many parts are out of warranty and prone to breakage due to their age. So the board has approved the application process to move forward. How is this revitalization being funded? The grant application that I mentioned earlier seeks half a million dollars from the Land and Water Conservation Fund, and the remaining $500,000 will be allocated from the 2023 SPLOST Fund. And that wraps up the BOC Breakdown. I am super excited to welcome our guest to Conversations with Koo. He is the Division Director of Gwinnett County's Parks and Recreation Department and a lifelong Gwinnettian. Chris Miner, welcome to the show. We're happy to have you. Thank you. Happy to be here, Commissioner Ku. Great. So first of all, happy Parks and Recreations Month. Tell us, what is Parks and Recreation Month about?
2: Okay. So Parks and Recreation Month has been celebrated each July since 1985. Uh, the purpose of Parks and Recreation Month is to celebrate the benefits of Parks and Recreation and to recognize the park and recreation professionals that maintain parks and conduct programming. The theme this year is where community grows, and I truly believe that parks are the center of a great community. And I think that sentiment sums up uh, Parks and Recreation Month. Uh, Better people make better residents, which result in better neighborhoods, which results in a better community. Uh, We are trying to grow better communities with each person that visits a park and attends a program or volunteers in our parks.
0: So it's really benefiting
2: everyone in the county. Exactly. Whether you use them or not, parks are benefiting every single person in the county. We're also currently agency of the year for the state of Georgia, uh, which is which is nice. Uh, so I am biased, but I think we have the hard work to prove that we are the best in the state and possibly the
0: best in the nation. That's great. And I know we've received just so many awards over the years, but apparently we might be winning a gold medal soon?
2: That is correct. So we are a finalist for the gold medal, which means uh, the gold medal could be coming back to Gwinnett. Uh, the gold medal is the highest award that a park and recreation department uh, can win. Uh, it is awarded by National Recreation and Park Association. Uh, so we are a finalist now, and we have a one in four chance of bringing home the gold medal in October at the National Recreation Park Association uh, convention. So follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Wish us luck. Uh, tag us if you're out in the park uh, because. NRPA is, is watching, and, uh, but we think that gold medal is going to be coming back
0: to Gwinnett. That's fantastic. Chris, it's been such a pleasure having you join us on the podcast, and I appreciate having you as a great representative of what makes Gwinnett a wonderful place to be. I look forward to October when we will hear if Gwinnett Parks won that gold medal. Woot <laughs> Is there anything else you'd like to share with the residents?
2: Sure. Well, Are thank you. Thank you for inviting me on the podcast uh, to promote Parks and Recreation. I really appreciate it. If anyone is curious about all the programs that we offer, we offer over 5,000 programs a year. You can find them at www.gwinnettparks.com. Follow us on Facebook at Gwinnett Parks and Recreation. Follow us on Instagram at Gwinnett Parks and Rec. Uh, we would appreciate the likes and the follows.
0: Thank you so much. My pleasure. Okay, now it's time for one of my favorite segments where we get to publicly answer questions
1: sent to us from our listeners we got a question from one of our appointees yana lee fong who served on the splost transportation citizen project selection committee her question is is there a way for us to take advantage of the new water infrastructure bill to test piping in the area especially since much of our area was built prior to 1986 when lead pipes were phased out Thank you for your question, Jana, and thank you for serving on the SPLOSS Transportation
0: Citizen Project Selection Committee. And if any of our listeners are interested in serving on a board or committee, please visit gwinnettcounty.com slash apply to serve. This program falls under an assistance program for the Environmental Protection Agency that identifies pipes that need to be replaced in disadvantaged communities. Thankfully, Gwinnett has not had significant challenges with positive lead testing in the past two decades. There are a few reasons for our success. First, we don't have any fully lead service lines currently in our system. Second, we treat our drinking water with phosphate to prevent lead or copper from leaking into our pipes. Third, we haven't had full lead service lines installed since the 1950s, and the few thousand that were installed have already been replaced. With that said, we are always working to make sure we're compliant with the lead and copper rule requirements. Wow, the more you know. And that's all the questions we have for now. Well, I'm happy I could answer that. And if you have a question, please email it to me at Ben.Ku at GwinnettConey.com. We always love hearing from you. Speaking of which, I did see a comment on social media from a resident who expressed they didn't get a call back from our office. If you do call us, please be sure to provide your name, address, and a callback number so that we can follow up. While the NSA and Alexa might know who you are just from your voice,
1: we do not yet have that technology
0: at our disposal.
1: Before we wrap up this episode, let's tell our listeners about some things we have coming up. And please let it be something that can help beat this Georgia heat. Your wish is my command.
0: We have wonderful water parks all around the county. The outdoor ones are open until Labor Day, and the indoor ones are
1: open year-round. That's exactly what I needed to hear. For more information and to find events and activities, visit Gwinnetteparks.com. I'm excited to take advantage of our award-winning pools. In the meantime, I'm interested in learning more about how transportation affects my neighborhood. I just finished Gwinnett One Hundred and One, which was a great educational program. But is there anything more local that's happening in District Two?
0: Well, the Gwinnett Department of Transportation is holding an educational open house for the Danbury Village neighborhood on July thirty-first at the Net Church.
1: Isn't that on Jimmy Carter Boulevard, where our Home First facility is?
0: That's correct. It starts at five p.m. and goes until seven thirty p.m. and it is a drop-in format with language translators available. So it's a great opportunity to engage and get your questions answered and provide feedback to our transportation department. And if that doesn't work for you, I'm also holding a town hall at Lucky Shoals Park on August 3rd from 5.30 p.m. to 6.30
1: p.m. That's awesome. So two opportunities to engage coming up with plenty of notice. I'll be there along with staff members from various departments to help answer community questions about safety, development, housing, and keeping the community looking clean.
0: If you want to stay in the loop for these events and others, sign up for my newsletter on our homepage at GwinnettCounty.com. Just scroll to the bottom, look for the Newsletters button, and be sure to check the box next to Commission District 2 News. This is my primary vehicle for announcing events and posting when I have board appointments
1: available. That's about all we have today for Conversations with Koo. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget, you can download our podcast, Conversations with Koo, wherever you get podcasts or on the Gwinnett County website can also find us on your county Facebook page. Just hit that like button to follow us. And if you're on Facebook, please follow me and the county and consider
0: joining one of the community association Facebook groups for more local information about zoning cases and issues in your specific community. The Lucky Shoals Community Association is for the area south of 85, the Mountain Park Community Association is for the area north of 78, and the Centerville Community Association Facebook group is for the area south of 78. If you're interested in getting involved and helping out, please do reach out to me and I'll connect you with others in the area. I'd love to hear from you, answer your questions, and get your feedback. So please email me at ben.ku at Again, that's ben.ku at and we may even read your question on air. Thanks again for listening, and as always, stay vibrantly connected, and we'll talk to you soon. So, Chris, as a lifelong Gwinnettian, you've been born and raised in Gwinnett, And now you're running things over at Parks and Rec. So why don't you tell us some more about yourself?
2: Okay, so there... I'm not quite a lifelong Guernetian. Uh I've been oh, okay. here since I was four. Uh, I was actually born in the great state of Mississippi. Uh, around 98, we moved to the Grayson area, and I graduated from South Gwinnett. But my interaction with Gwinnett Parks and Recreation began when I was seven years old. Uh, so after graduating from South Gwinnett, I went on to Clemson University uh, initially to become an engineer. I wanted to be a motorsport engineer Uh and be a crew chief uh, for a formula one team or NHRA drag race team. I wanted to go fast, uh, but physics was really hard. uh, (laughs) And so I found myself at a crossroads and I I needed to figure out what I was going to do. And so I remembered my time, uh, Back with Gwinnett Parks and Recreation. And it just so happens that we had done a tour with a man named Herb Stevens, who would go on to be one of my my professors. uh, And it was about parks and recreation. So Clemson University offers one of the few park and recreation uh, degrees in the county, excuse me, in the country. So I changed my major to Parks and Recreation Tourism, and Tourism Management uh, and set my course uh, to become director of Winnet Parks and Recreation. That's what I had in mind when I changed, when I changed my major uh, because it had such a great impact on my life. I wanted to come back and offer those same types of programs uh, in the county where I grew up in the county where I still lived at the time. Obviously, Clemson is in South Carolina, but when I come home, Gwinnett was still home and I made it to Gwinnett Parks and Recreation as a program supervisor over at Wonderful Roads, Jordan Park in Lawrenceville in 2013. 2014, I was promoted to uh, program coordinator. And then in 2017, I was promoted again to Deputy Division Director of Recreation, overseeing recreation and aquatics. And then I was promoted to Division Director in 2021. So I've just made over two years in my dream job. Uh, So it's been a very Gwinnett story in my mind. So, yeah, I was born in Mississippi, but Gwinnett's definitely home. Uh, The school system raised me, uh, the parks molded me, and I finally got back to the county that I love, the county where I live. So I'm just happy to be able to work and live in the county that has done so much for me.
0: That's an amazing story. Thanks for sharing. Uh, When people think about Parks and Rec, if they don't immediately think of the TV show, they (laughs) usually think outdoor parks and indoor recreation centers. But it's also so much more than that, right?
2: Yeah, uh, it, it really is, especially here in Gwinnett. So we're fortunate to be in the Department of Community Services, which means we're also allowed to have a little more of a community service focus. Uh, so my one, one thing that's near and dear to my heart is summer meals, which is not something that you may see a lot of park and recreation agencies do across the county. Excuse me, I keep saying county, but across the country. So we started our summer meal program in 2019. Uh, we served 16,686 meals, so a decent amount. Uh, but in 2020, obviously the pandemic happened. Uh, we ended up serving 388,000 meals, which is a gigantic jump from 16,000. And so th- we we learned that this program is now a core function of Winnet Parks and Recreation. We are blessed because we have 51 parks across the county, which means we can serve people close to home. Thus far, we've served. We're going to serve over 200,000 meals this summer, uh, which we'd like to see that number continue to tick down. uh, But it just shows that there's so much need in Gwinnett. So that's now a core service for us. We also have Be Active Gwinnett. Uh, our goal is to provide a park and recreation experience regardless of where you live. And we are able to do that through Be Active Gwinnett because uh, it's a mobile recreation unit. So they can go out to the apartment complexes. Uh, they can they can just meet people where they are and offer them a quality recreation experience. We also have B Squared Anywhere, which is the after school arm of, Gwinn- of the Department of Community Services, uh, where we're af- offering after school programs in the schools. So it's a lot more than what people think about. Uh so we're more than ball fields, we're more than pools, uh and we're more than indoor recreation centers. But those are still our core functions, but there's just so much more to it than that.
0: That's yeah, I I agree. I did really enjoy uh giving out meals. Um With the congresswoman.
2: Right. I mean, it's an immediate impact, right? (laughs) So there's not very many volunteer opportunities where you can see the impact immediately. But you can see immediate results when, when you put that meal in someone's hand. You know you've done something good.
0: Yeah, it was a great feeling. I know you're a little biased, as am I. But in your opinion, what makes Gwinnett County Parks the best in Georgia?
2: It starts with the people. We have a great staff. They are dedicated, they are passionate about parks and recreation, uh, and we have some great volunteers. We we dedicate over 700,000 volunteer hours each year. A lot of that's through our youth athletic programs because we have 35,000 kids that play sports, so that takes a lot of people uh, to make that happen. But we have some beautiful parks, Commissioner Koo. <laughs> we have some <laughs> we of the best-looking parks in the nation. We have 51 park sites uh, and nearly 10,000 acres, over 140 miles of trail. But none of that is possible. And what really sets Gwinnett apart is not possible without the Rec Fund. And I guess I should say it, the Recreation Fund. Uh, so <laughs> in 19 <laughs> right, in 1986, when uh, the residents of Gwinnett voted to tax themselves for Recreation that really set us on a path to be the best park system in Georgia and possibly the nation. And so it's made us a gigantic difference in terms of the quality of our parks, in terms of the quality of our programming. Speaking of programming, we have programs for all ages. We start as early as six months, and we grow all the way up to senior programming. So as long as you can get to us, uh, we got a program for you. <laughs> and if you can't, there are cases where maybe, maybe uh, we'll, we'll come to you. That's what really makes us the best, having that recreation fund. And then you com- combine that with SPLOSS. It makes for, a, for an excellent Parks and Recreation Agency. We've had over... Three-quarter of a billion dollars, uh, that's a billion with a B, uh, dedicate, put back into parks through SPLOS, which means we can maintain our assets. We can keep everything looking as good as as day one, uh, which is very important. Uh, but just to go back to our staff for, for a second, uh, we have some of the best-trained lifeguards uh, in the state. We have the hardware to prove it. We recently won the Lifeguard Games, uh, so the trophy's coming back to Gwinnett. And we have, we achieved CAPRA accreditation, which really means we are among the best of the best in the nation. There are only, uh, there are under 200 agencies that hold CAPRA accreditation. Uh, so that keeps us accountable. And it's CAPR, a huge accomplishment. It, it is. A, thank you. Thank you, Commissioner <laughs> Koo. I appreciate that. Uh, and for Capper, for those who are unaware, is the Commission of Accreditation for Park and Recreation Agencies. There are 154 standards uh, that a Park and Recreation Department is judged on, uh, and we hit 150 out of those 154. So when we go for reaccreditation, we'll be going for a perfect 100%.